Welcome to Forward, the podcast of the Forward Thinking Chiropractic Alliance. You are now entering a spiz-free zone. No unicorns, no rainbows, no chiropractic fairy tales, just progressive talk for progressive chiropractors. So buckle up and get ready. We're moving the profession forward. And now, your host, Dr. Bobby Maybe. Better that it's not on. All right, John, we'll, we'll put down your poutine. We're getting going here. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Forward Podcast of the Forward Thinking Chiropractic Alliance. I'm your host, Dr. Bobby Maybe, and I have a special guest today. Uh, but first and foremost, as I always do, the commercials. Uh, we are getting ready to launch Forward KC, the Forward Thinking Chiropractic Alliance's first annual convention, Cleveland, Kansas City. Man. It is more or less sold out. Not saying that we won't pull out a couple extra chairs for you, but really, there's about a week left, eight days. If you don't have a ticket yet, you're going to miss out. So be sure and get that ticket. The reason you want that ticket, let's go story brand here, is because you don't want to miss out. You don't want to be the person who says, I could have been at the first ever. That thing was epic. I'm hearing lots of stories. I got the video because we're going to video it, but I missed the thing and you don't want to miss this thing. Um, second, uh, let's go with the forward thinking chiropractic Alliance mastermind groups. If you're a student or if you would like to be a mentor on Facebook, there's now a mentoring um, sort of app that's added into Facebook. So you can volunteer as a mentor and I will assign you one or two or three students that you can be a mentor to. Um, if you are a practicing doctor and you need more help, you need a mastermind group, you need people to support you, you need some accountability, we have the FTCA Mastermind Project, and you can join that by uh, just emailing forwardthinkingchiro at gmail.com and say, I want to be in the mastermind group. Um, and then lastly, I got nothing else. There's nothing else to sell. We are in cruise control now. We're making sure that all the party presentation stuff is ready for you. The beer is ordered. The party favors are in check. You got your little bag to put your swag in. There are sponsors that are going to be there. Um, I'm contractually not going to announce who the sponsors are until I know exactly who has paid to be announced on the podcast. Um, it's come to that, ladies and gentlemen. But I do know, first and foremost, that you want to check out Prolon because Prolon was one of our first sponsors, and they are definitely uh, paying to become sponsors of the podcast as well and to get some podcast love. So check out Prolon. Um, it, I would do it a huge disservice if I try to explain what kind of product it is. It's a nutritional product that helps with intermittent fasting and getting yourself into ketosis. So if you're a ketosis or a ketogenic diet person, you want to check out Prolon. Okay, so all that nonsense is out of the way. Let's get down to the business at hand. So uh, a little secret to reveal to you all is that uh, we have a mastermind group of our own, myself and quite a few of the people that uh, you are accustomed to hearing in the FTCA. And in this mastermind group, we, we fell in love with a book called Story Brand by Don Miller, Donald Miller, and, um, and, and all of his sayings and his stage presence and what the book says, what the book stands for, how it says to go about setting up your website and your marketing and all these things. And we've been passing Story Brand and Story Brand ideas around for quite a while now. It got to the point where we even brought in an expert, a story brand expert, 
to join our group and, and talk story brand with us. I've passed that story brand information down. Um, it's telephone game, so it's not as good as first person, but I've passed that down to the forward KC uh, mastermind groups as well. And now they're falling in love with story brand. So story brand is a concept, a book, a whatever you want to call it that is taking over the chiropractic profession. And if you want to be once again, first in line, um, then you got to hear what John Moore, John, I want to make sure I spell your name right and say it right. Is it, it's, yeah, it's, it's Morrison, M-O-R-R-I-S-O-N. Okay, like Jim Morrison. Just like Jim Morrison or Van Morrison. In fact, yeah, yeah. You're, you're probably more Van family. Morrison than Jim Morrison. Although I heard Van, family Mo- Van is Van Morrison. In fact, so I have a, a Van Morrison <laughs> in the family and we, we drive it in it almost every day. John Morrison is a certified story brander out of Vancouver, Canada. Got that right. That's right. And a copywriter. What the hell is a copywriter? It's basically somebody who writes words for people that don't like word, writing words. So if gotcha. you need help with your words, then you, you call a copywriter. Gotcha. Perfect. Perfect. And if there's no words to write, then I just literally make photocopies all day for people. It's like, hey, can you make 50 copies of this? Sure, I'm a copywriter. <laughs> um, how did you get involved with StoryBrand? The concept, be, becoming a certified story brander. what does that even mean? Yeah, so I uh, read the book and fell in love with it as well. Uh, my history with Donald Miller is that uh, I was given his book when I was 18, Blue Like Jazz, which is it's one of his first books that he wrote. It was his first bestseller. And just really appreciated his writing style. And he used cartoons in his stories. It was really cool. And then read everything that he had written uh, since then. And so when Building a Story Brand came out, it was such a different brand shift for him because he was used to writing Christian memoirs and then all of a sudden he becomes the marketing guru. But the power of story is what, you know, you trace his evolution and it comes down to, wow, story is actually very powerful for capturing people's attention, especially in a world of noise. And so I've always loved, uh, you know, using social, leveraging social media to get a point across, communicating in a keynote presentation. I love uh, creating websites, so all that stuff. And I just said, I can merge all that with this story brand framework, flew to Nashville, made a huge investment, uh, with our financial resources and literally paid it back within a month, uh, becoming one of his guides. So I got to spend some time with Don Miller and his team. And we just had a great time learning the, the story brand, uh, mantra inside and out. And so I'm happy to kind of pass that on to you, Bobby, as we've done in our mastermind group and now to your listeners. So I want to say hi to them. I'm happy to serve them in any kind of way today and just give out as much valuable content as possible. So, well, let's that's, get that's into- kind of how I got involved. Yeah, let's get into the story of Story Brand. Um, how how does it serve a chiropractor? Well, I think it it acknowledges first and foremost that there's a ton of messages out there. So if you want to get people's attention, someone might say, "Oh, you got to have a website, you got to have a social media presence, you got to be actively engaged in writing good content out there." And so there's all kinds of ideas. But the truth is, if you have a website and you have a social media presence and then you start writing blogs how do you know people aren't going to actually tune into it it's not just going to be another thing that they see and i think we're exposed to like i think it's five thousand ads a day the research says now so how do you become one of the five thousand that people actually pay attention to and i i believe that story is the one thing that kind of cuts through all, all the the noise out there and people actually pay attention there's something about if you've ever been communicating with somebody or even maybe with your kids and you start just by saying like, Hey, there was once a girl who was running down a hallway and she uh, was being 
chase. She could only find one exit door. And so she knew that she didn't have time to check many doors. She just had one. And so she went there and opened the, the door. And oh, I want to know what happens, right? I'm actually quite curious. Is it a broom closet that she opened the door to? Or is it the exit that got her safe? Or if there was a story about a guy who was once struggling with, you know, and then whatever I say, you're going to want to know, okay, what's the struggle? Is he going to overcome it? There's something about story that people just pay attention to. In fact, scientifically, we now know the neuroscience backs it up that when people are engaged in a story, uh, they don't daydream. And uh, right. we can pay attention to stories for hours. You know, you start talking about stuff that I'm not interested in, I'll be daydreaming within 30 seconds. But if it's a story, we could pay attention for up to three hours uh, as we watch movies, right? So we're kind of, communicators have known this for 2,000 years. That's but right. applying it to marketing, I believe, is where the biggest breakthrough is coming and so that's kind of why story has become a bit of a buzzword these days is because we now know that there's something different about telling stories well it's archetypical uh, to the human condition i mean uh, we've been telling stories for tens of thousands of years or whoever who, what for sure if you're a creationist sorry four five thousand years or whatever it is but uh um, well, we won't get into that right now, Bobby. Professor Jordan Peterson, who's on the other side of Canada from you, he's also said that, um, you know, you, you passed legacy or, or men were initiated into tribes through story. They weren't initiated mm -hmm. through facts or reason. Uh, the facts and reason follow the story. Um, you know, Freemasons and other fraternal orders are, are brought into the fraternity through story. They're not brought in through the facts or the reasons why they're not sold on it. So to sell somebody on something, um, story is very powerful. Yeah, no, I appreciate you quoting uh, Jordan Peterson. I'm sure he's listening. He's probably oh, I'm sure he's right on it, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we're pretty proud of him in Canada these days. He's, he's a controversial figure, but at least he's putting Canada back on the map, you know? That's right, that's right. Throw a maple leaf right on his forehead. Someone from yep, Canada is right. controversial. You've heard it first. That's the weird part. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I've heard that Canada is just referred to as America's hat now, but we're really putting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's America's hat and uh, Mexico's America's pants. And <laughs> there you go. Exactly. We'll What's Florida then? I don't know. Well, we won't get into that. What, <laughs> <laughs> um, in your, you've been around some chiropractors now for a while. Yeah. Yeah. A few too many now. I've and actually been a client. Some bad websites, mine included. That's right. That's and, right. Um, what sort of things are the chiropractor, not just, I mean, you can say businesses in general, but specifically chiropractors as well. What sort of things they do wrong in their marketing? Well, one of the first ones that uh, as a, as an outsider looking at, you know, I don't know what it is about chiropractors and, and me, I think it is the story brand or just, I got to thank a couple of people who gave me a referral, but I'm like, I've been in the world of chiropractors and their websites recently and noticed that, uh, some of the stuff that they talk about, I literally have no idea what it is. These different techniques and uh, models and, you know, and I, now I know, you know, there's evidence-based and there's philosophical base and never the twain shall meet. There's a huge cage match going to go on between them and the chiropractors. Damn straight, yeah. uh, I will tell you where my predictions lie on who's going to win, but, you know, it, it's there. And all these words that I have no idea what it is. The truth is, when I come to a chiropractor's website, I literally care about one thing, Bobby, and that is, can you make me feel better? Can you give me back the health that I once had? Can you help me play with my kids again without any pain? Can you give me the, you know, at least some kind of glimmer of hope that you can reduce this pain or make me feel uh, better? Don't, I don't really care what kind of positions you use or what kind of uh, techniques you now have or where you went to school even. I just want to know that you can make me better. And that's got to be 
right there in the beginning. And the more hope that you give me off the bat, the more I'm going to want to scroll through your website. So that's probably the first thing that I've seen. There's a lot of insider language with different things that probably you and your buddies are looking to saying, Oh, look, he offers that. That's good. You know, he's got a one up on his, on his college buddies that he uh, went to chiropractic school with. But the truth is not the public doesn't really care about what kind of uh, services or technology or techniques you offer. Just, we want to know that you can make us feel better. Oh no, most of these guys, I mean, even if they have a thousand views on their website in the analytics, you know, 900 of those views are their buddies. Yeah, probably other chiropractors, right? And that's yeah, the problem right? is that we get we get caught in a, in a loop of looking at each other's stuff and then stealing from each other. But the problem is that when you talk stealing to crap, industry, yeah. <laughs> when you uh, when you talk to industry insiders, the problem is that you guys talk at a nine out of ten level. And I was talking to other chiropractors, saying, "Look, when when you guys get together, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're using all kinds of abbreviations and." Uh, you know, just like the MIT, LITAF, you know, it's like, I have right. no idea what any of that stuff means uh, because you talk at a, at a nine or a 10 level out of 10. And that's just the nature of, I mean, if you ever hang out with teachers, if you hang out with doctors or uh, nurses, they do all the same thing. It's because industry insiders talk at about a nine or a 10. It's called the curse of knowledge. And when, then when you do a website, you think, well, I shouldn't talk at the highest level. I should probably bring it down to the public and that's probably around a six so i gotta dial it back but the truth is <laughs> that even a six doesn't doesn't speak to people's heart it doesn't speak to their emotions and that's where people as humans that's how we connect with each other so you got to dial the language back to a two or a three and i hope that's not insulting anybody but the truth is you're serving the public and you have to speak to them at their language and the, you know when i go uh, when I leave my area of expertise, when I don't, uh, I don't talk about wireframes and sales funnels and stuff that people understand, I got to bring it down in my industry to others. Because, you know, even doctors, when they're reading, say, about lawn care, they're going to read at a two or a three, even though they're so right. educated in their field, they want to read. They don't want to have a huge scientific read when they go to figure out what's the best lawn fertilizer to use on their grass, right? So yeah, we all I think that, do business. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, that's about, that's all I want to say. I think that's that. a big gripe. I mean, our, the, the FTCA Facebook group um, has a reputation of being sort of uh, persnickety, argumentative, <laughs> right? You know, they, they point fingers at things, but I think to the members of that group, you have to look at, and I think most people do. So I'm not, but of the few that are the most persnickety is like, look at what people are complaining about and say, was that person trying to talk to the public as at a two or were they just way off base? Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes people are picking things apart because it's not as, uh, it doesn't have as much rigid standards as they would like. And that's not a fair argument, especially, I mean, you're taking it out of context at that point. And um, mm -hmm. there are definitely people that will make social media posts that are at a two and you take it out of context and say, this isn't at an eight, like I want it. Uh, you have no mm -hmm. basis to argue. It, it's, it wasn't generated for you. And that's one of the big, right. big problems I get a lot of times in the chiropractic group is I've always tried to sort of put off that um, you're dealing with the two sets of people. You're dealing with a patient who is also a customer. And if you're not willing yeah. to address both at the same level, that uh, not only is this person a patient and you have to, you have to give leadership and offer that hope for them, and lead them to that hope, but you also have to treat them as customers as well. And you have to think from a business owner to customer standpoint. And a lot of times I get 
dog. I'm a doctor and uh, I don't have customers. I have patients and they'll do what I say as a doctor. And, and I need the respect that I deserve as a doctor. I'm like, well, they're going to vote with their feet, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too, we, we, those of us who serve the public, right. We have to realize that we are there to serve. And so- well, I don't think a lot of these guys get that. I think, I don't, I think they've lost that plot that they are servants to the public. A lot of them, mm-hmm. have. most of them yeah. have, most of them have yeah. now accept the plot that I am a doctor and I need to get these bills paid and I need to make some money because the doctor down the street's got a BMW and I don't have a BMW and blah, 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 all that stuff. But they've lost mm-hmm. the plot of being public servants. Yeah. And I think too, then one of the things that we talk about in story brand is you position yourself as a guide to your client, your customer, who is actually the hero of the story. And yeah, in doing that, that, you like, don't give away the whole book, but tell the general story brand process. Yeah. Just make sure I come back to this point then, because I have a habit of going down a rabbit trail and never coming back again. So uh, <laughs> catch me back at this part where we do have to love our customer and know our customer and, and walk a mile in their shoes to really connect with them. So I'm going to get there in a moment. So let me just trace out the story brand framework. So if you, if you listen, think of your favorite movies, you think of, uh, you know, Star Wars or before Jar Jar Binks, uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy, um, you know, some of the great, even, even things like Tommy Boy or the, or the Hunger Games. These are all follow a very predictable pattern. And uh, storytellers and communicators have known this for a while. It's, 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 it's going to wreck movies for you. It, it just does. You can, uh, you know, your spouse is going to be annoyed for the rest of the time that you know this because you're going to be able to say, I know what's coming next. It usually goes like this. The story goes, there's a main character and they're in a setting and you got to know what they they love or what they want and it's the sooner that you know what that main character wants who they want to become what they want to achieve so think of Katniss sitting there uh, at the very beginning of the Hunger Games story as she's with her sister and everything's just peaceful and and awesome and it doesn't last very long Uh, Frodo's sitting there in the Shire and he's happy he's at peace and that doesn't last very long either and that's that's where the story actually picks up if you just keep someone in peace then they're not going to uh, the audience is going to tune out because they need a conflict. The conflict has to drive the story. Liam Neeson and Taken One has to have his daughter get kidnapped. And then we're going to spend the rest of the story wondering, um, you know, is he going to be able to get his daughter back? Is the problem going to be solved? Is Frodo going to be able to save Middle Earth from evil? Is Katniss going to be able to win the Hunger Games? And we could go through every story. So the problem is introduced early. And the main character usually can't get over the problem themselves. They're struggling. They don't know if they're, uh, you know, if they can utilize the force properly. If you're Luke Skywalker, they don't know if they have what it takes to get to Mordor. If you're Frodo, and so that a new character has to be introduced. The storytellers get this. Uh, they introduce a story, uh, a character called a guide. Sometimes it's called a mentor, but this guide is the, actually the strongest character in the story because they're not faced by the problem. In fact, they've seen that problem. They've helped others. They can coach them along, and they can lead them to get to where the, what they want. And so the guide's job is to provide a plan to say, here's how, here's where we're going to go. Uh, here's what you need to do. And then the plan is, uh, you know, starting off the plan means you got to empower the hero to take the first step. This is the, the call to action, right? You got to move now. And if you don't move now, everything will be lost. The bomb's going to go off. Middle earth is going to be destroyed, whatever it would be. The, the district is going to uh, have tyranny uh, over the, uh, over the world. I mean, just like, it's going to be the worst case scenario. But if you do act now and you do follow the plan, you take it to completion, we're going to get happily ever after. We're going to get the outcome 
that we want. And that's actually pretty much every great story. And if a story doesn't follow that pattern, audiences tune out. We just instinctively say, I don't know where this movie's going. We turn it off. We close the book, say, I'm not interested in this. I think we're hardwired with the, with the DNA of good story. And so we get, we get lost in these epics and, and that it follows that very particular pattern. A character has a problem who meets a guide who has a plan then calls them to action, which really leads to failure or success. And that's the story brand framework. And then we apply it to our marketing and say, your main character wants something, your, your client, they want, they have an objective. They want to be healthy. They want to feel great again. They want to get better back to work, feel like they're contributing to their family. Uh, but the problem is they're injured. They're, they're in pain. It's uh, it's leading them to feel hopeless and helpless and sad. And you know, they can't, they can't work. So they feel depressed about that. They can't play with their kids on the floor. They can't, you know, hang out with their grandkids, play tag or whatever it would be. And they want to do that. So they come and uh, with this problem stopping them, they come to you or you come to them and say, look, I care about you. I know what you're going through. I understand this problem and I have this plan, you know, whatever techniques you use, it can help you get to uh, what you, what you need, what you want, what your heart desires. Here's the one, two, three. You got to take the first step. Maybe that's schedule a call, schedule an appointment, create an online profile, uh, whatever it may be Buy now for a lot of uh, businesses. And if you don't, this is going to be the consequence. You know, you're going to be stuck in your pain. It's only going to get worse. Or if you do take the plan and we see it through completion, you'll get that which you long for, which is that feeling of freedom. Once again, being free from pain, uh, you can be, feel happy again, feel healthy and back to the life that you, that you wanted. So there's your, there's your long answer to a very short question, uh, Bobby. I hope that does uh, explain the power of story in our marketing. It does. And I think with the evidence-based chiropractors to go back to a level eight, these guys that are much, they're really into research and rehabilitation and um, they're smarty pants McGee's, you know? And so, so you, you, you tell them like, like they'll see those things online. They'll see somebody saying, come, come to my chiropractic clinic and I can help you feel happier. And they get pissed. They're like, well, how can you, how is this stuff making you happier? You know, it's like, mm -hmm. you know, they miss the story. And, and if I can connect these forward thinking chiropractors to a story to, to help them tell the story of what they're doing uh, to the prospective customer at the, like you said, like at a two and not at, a, at an eight or higher mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think they'll be much more successful and, and they'll realize that maybe they've put way too much into a, a, a bag of tricks than into just being really good communicators or yeah. as our, our, uh, everybody's friend at this point, Tony Robbins <laughs> says the quality of your life is equal. It's, 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 it determined, it's determined by the quality of your communication. And this yeah. is, this is one way to cut through everything and tell a proper story. And, and like we've established stories are, are the way to go. There's a second that's level. Tony Robbins, that's why Tony Robbins uh, is so effective. Cause he made you think you're actually friends when, you know, I don't think he yeah. has who, who any of us are. He can play uh, can like that role, right? Like he can, he can yeah. move you into the friend zone and then he can yeah. move into that sort of like Obi-Wan Kenobi position. Yeah. And then he could play the stern father. Like he knows how to play all those different roles which we, yeah. when we have patients, we have to understand these different roles we play in their lives. Like some people are coming in because they need the stern 
father and some people are coming in because they need you to be the sympathetic friend and some people yeah. uh, need you to just sit there and, and take a lump of shit while they give it to you and you got to learn which role you're you're you are at and then collect the fee the fee at the end yeah hopefully at the beginning but you know what i mean you know you've yeah. you got to understand what role you play in it. and tony's an interesting person because he can play all those roles and his skill is he knows which one to fall into to get you to the end of that story. Um, yeah, I think Bobby, the thing that we could probably understand from, from him and, and I think maybe a message that you'll be sharing uh, indirectly to your, to your people right now that you're talking to is uh, you guys as, as doctors, as, um, as servants of people, like if you're having a hard time connecting with them, just think a little bit about what they're going through. I mean, the people you see on the street, the people you see in the grocery lineup. I mean, these are people that are walking around with ailments and, you know, they got, they were in a, a, a traffic accident or they're having old sports injury and they have lives and they have families and, and they want to be able to play with their kids and they want to be able to go for a run. Uh, they want to go for a walk at night without feeling like their, their bodies are going to break down. They want to play a full 18 rounds of golf. They don't want to, you know, fall fall down and, or stay in the cart on the 14th hole right and so uh, they want to be able to do these things but they're they're being held back and that's sad to me it's sad when you when your your toddler says daddy come play and you say i can't i can't do it because i'm you know i'm sore or you know they yeah i can't go for a walk with the family or i'm i'm lagging behind or you know it's just like think about what they're going through and and what does it do to their psyche right like when you have to consistently say no uh, I can't do it. I'm in too much pain. And sometimes people make fun of them. It's like, oh, old man with your bad uh, knee or whatever that, or yeah, your, your bad back or, you know, and you, you constantly feel alone. You feel left out. You can't work. And then all of a sudden you feel like you're uh, mooching off the system. And the more you think of it, like your heart just breaks for them. And when, you're, when your heart's broken for someone, it's very hard to be arrogant with them. In fact, it's much more easy to show uh, empathy and using the words like, hey, I understand what it's like to feel uh, helpless. And I don't understand what it's like to have the loneliness that comes with suffering from an injury. And all of a sudden you go from I'm the doctor and you're the patient to, hey, I'm a human being, you're a human being. And I understand that you know pain actually is debilitating in so many ways, psychologically, financially, and recreationally and, and relationally. And so when you start thinking about that, it's very tough to stay up on your, your pedestal saying I should be driving a BMW. And you know what? Let your marketing reflect that. So if somebody's having a hard time connecting human to human in their marketing, spend a bit of time thinking about your ideal client and what they're going through, the problems that they're facing and, and how that's affecting all these areas of their life. And then write to them, write to them on your website, write to them in your emails, put it on your posters that you understand how, how crappy it is to be in a bad situation and you're there to help them. And then all of a sudden you start to realize every day you go to work, you have a, a sacred mandate to make their life a little better and offer them just a little bit of hope or make them just a little bit happier. And then as you have more clients that you make happy, you put it on your website. I make people happy because when their health is better and don't be afraid to say that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, there is, I don't know if Canadians treat themselves as poorly as Americans treat themselves, but there is <laughs> no, a, well a North American habit of just not treating yourself well, which is a deeper psychology as well. Mm -hmm. so, so there right. are definitely plenty of people around that are dis they're, they're disabled by their pain 
and they still don't do anything right. about it. <laughs> right. And most of us right. know who are in this business that the men don't come in for care. It's their wives that tell them you will get the care. And then they right. come and like, well, my wife told me I had to come in here. And it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, what yeah. was the, the research was, uh, uh, of all the prescriptions that are written, one third of them are actually filled. And then right. another, another third aren't followed through, even though they're filled. And then there's actually a, a third, third, there's one third that are actually followed properly. But the irony is like, if you took your dog to the vet and the vet filled out a prescription for your dog, you would fill it and you would follow the directions like 97% of the time. <laughs> right. And right. So there's, that is a part that, when I've started to introduce that concept to my patients, like not only am I going to take care of you and help you get to where you want to go, but I want to teach you ways to take care of yourself and love yourself um, mm -hmm. has been a breakthrough. Now I've never, I haven't broken through with that digitally yet, but it, it, it has a great response within my treatment relationships as well. So yeah, and that, what that's you, doing is it's empowering them, right? People want that, to that's feel what like I'm about, yeah. empowered that, to That's what story. I'm about. I, that's what I'm totally about. I'm about, and if the FTCA doesn't recognize that either, I'm about empowering individuals to be in control of their own destiny. And maybe yeah, that, which is which is Story Brand 101, right? You're you're letting people be the hero of their own story. Maybe and if, I, you pr if you present yourself as the hero of your story, uh, then people will just say, you know what, I'm the hero of my story. You're the hero of your story. You know, that's interesting that you're doing such a good job in your life, but I've got mine. And I've got these set of problems I need to fix. I'm looking right. for a guide to help me with them. I, I got no time for more heroes, you know, because <laughs> lots of heroes. Maybe I just came up with my own one-liner. Um, the, the concept there of a one-liner. Uh, can you elaborate on the concept of a story brand one-liner? Yeah, I think one-liners are the things that you, you use on so many things, actually. You can use it on the top of your website. You can use it as a signature in your emails. Uh, and most importantly, I would say, whenever somebody asks you the question, what do you do? And I mean, as men, we love to ask each other that question. It just comes up uh, so early. It's because we attach so much value to uh, our occupations. And so if you're talking about what you do in a way that actually connects with people, then yeah, you have opportunities. The coolest thing is once I learned how to do this, I, I just became fascinated with talking about what I do because people are so interested in this new story brand thing. And you, you watch somebody light up when you tell than what you do. And then all of a sudden they say, Oh, that's interesting. You solve those kind of problems. You help people talk about their business. And, and I just say like, I help people talk about their business when they don't know how to talk about their business. And they're all like, I don't know how to talk about my business. So it works. Uh, and I uh, have learned that a good one liner always starts with a problem. So I'll start by saying, you know, most people don't know how to talk about uh, their business when asked what they do, but I have a system that helps them uh, capture attention and, and gain interest simply by, how they share what they do, something like that. Or uh, chiropractors, you know, most people struggle with chronic pain, wondering if there's any hope for them. Well, I have a system that helps them deal with their pain and get back to feeling great again. The, the reason why you start off with a problem is similar to what I said before, in that a problem always guides the story. And so when you, when you yeah. say that there's a problem, people are interested. Well, is there a solution to this problem? You know, oh, most marketing is, is a total waste of money and time, but I have a framework that using the power of story, which actually uh, can grow your business through, you know, the power of story. So I just made that stuff up. Uh, you can make up all kinds of one-liners. You say problem and solution, problem, solution, problem, solution. And what that does is it's, it's so much better than if someone says, Hey, what do you do? And you say, well, it's kind of complicated or uh, my grandpa started a 
a business back in 1930. It got passed on and people are just like, blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or you want to boast about all your different accomplishments. It's like, no, just talk about how you are in the problem solving business. So you state the problem and then you say the solution and people say, Oh, when I have that problem, this guy's interesting and enough, he's, he's got my attention and, and they say, I'm going to call him. They create a little Rolodex in their head and stick your uh, digital business card in their brains and say, when this problem comes up, I'm going to call this person. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to call him. Well, so, let's, let's test your one liner chops and this might not be oh, the best place goodness, to test okay. it, but uh, we'll see what we come with because somebody recommended this just a, a couple of minutes ago before we got started and, and I figured I'd give it a shot. Sure. Uh, here is my challenge. Here's my problem. So the forward thinking chiropractic Alliance started as a Facebook group for yep. ev evidence-based smarty pants chiropractors who don't like the weirdos. Right. And, and it grew rather rapidly. I think it's up to 5,400 people. I think somewhere near 7,000 people will listen to this podcast who probably classify themselves as evidence-based chiropractors. But the, the people within the group started demanding more than just a Facebook group. Uh, committees, whatever you want to call it, political action, where we've come is to student clubs. There are students that want clubs for the FTCA on their campus. Um, all this stuff is sort of, it's pulled me in like a vortex because I am that Obi-Wan Kenobi figure here. I am the creator mm -hmm. and I am the guide. However, what I now find myself in is a situation where a lot of people come to me and they say, so tell me what your group is. Tell me what your group can do for me. Tell me what this group stands for. Uh, just this morning, uh, Cleveland Chiropractic College President Carl Cleveland III uh, called. We were on a telephone call and he asked me, tell me about your group. And I was like, uh, um, it does some stuff, dude. <laughs> and it's like, I don't have the thing. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't. I don't know what we do. And that's usually what I'll tell people. I don't know what we do. We do a bunch of stuff. Why right. don't you just join and find out? Yeah. And, and students have said, well, I want your club on my campus. What can I tell the administrators this club is about? What is the forward thinking chiropractic Alliance about? And really all right. I've really drawn up at this point is we, what we're trying to do is get young chiropractors and students to think in a forward thinking manner, to think about the future rather than the past. Um, as they and to be better than they are today than they were yesterday that's all I really get right okay so let me just ask a question then there, there must have been a time I call it a, a Popeye moment and if you're familiar with the you remember that there was a time when Popeye hit a breaking point when something would happen and then he would all of a sudden you'd say that's all I can stands I can't stands no more and yep, all of a sudden he broke March and then 2014 he yeah so you had to pop some spinach and then all of a sudden uh, the gloves were off and Popeye was going to save the day that day. So what was the problem that led you to finally say in March of 2014, that's all I can stand. I can't stand no more. And in the sense that I'm going to solve this problem. And one of the things I'm going to do is my call to action is to start this Facebook group. The problem was there were no, there, there were no Facebook groups uh, for the, the, the evidence-based chiropractor. You, you right. would, you so, would be, in the social media sphere and you would ask questions, rational questions, or you wouldn't, you wouldn't tow the party line. You weren't drinking the Kool-Aid and they would just throw you out. There were a lot of echo chambers and all those echo chambers were locking out evidence-based chiropractors. Right. So what happens in a Facebook group then there's uh, there's communication, there's networking. There's lots of memes. Uh, 
funny pictures. Memes, yeah. Validation. Yes, validation. It's echo chamber stuff, yeah. Yeah. So so you guys get a chance to share share resources. So one of the things that you have identified here is that evidence-based chiropractors weren't leveraging social media to communicate, network, uh, validate each other, and, and share resources with each other. Would you say that that's pretty... Um, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that's the problem that you're solving. So um, when someone says, what's it all about? You could say something like, uh, I noticed that there was no groups for evidence-based chiropractors or no place for evidence-based chiropractors to communicate, network, validate each other's ideas and, sh and share ideas. And I would probably massage that as well. But that's just all of a sudden like, well, what it does is to say, okay, well, who's going to rally around these, these people that have nowhere to communicate, uh, nowhere to network and stuff. And so you're going to then come and say, but I have a group. I started a group and then it became a, a podcast, which has now become a, a movement of so many people that helps them network, communicate, validate and share ideas so problem solution problem is there was nowhere for people to connect i maybe even just say connect but now i have created uh, i have created a, a system or a movement that allows people to to communicate with each other so i would probably add the the things that you do maybe in the second part so i would yeah. say there was no place no no there was no opportunities or networks available for evidence-based chiropractors, but I have a, a, um, a place where they can communicate, network, find validation and share ideas. And to me, all of a sudden, now I know exactly what you do. I know why you exist and every business exists because there's a problem, right? We're all in the problem solving business, which is one of the things that I love about business. It's why I'm a diehard capitalist is because <laughs> I believe that business makes the world better. And so if you have a problem, then a good solution uh, is a is a business is a market right you, right exactly a problem is a market and so there was a market for evidence-based chiropractors to rally around each other you found the market seized it and now look what you have today and so tell me about bills. or tell people when they yeah, hopefully they're they're being paid by others you know people are sharing resources with you this this big party that you're planning sounds pretty uh, interesting the uh, bills maybe are paid yes it's time to party there you go that's right it sounds like it's quite a conference you're throwing there. So anyway, that's, a, that's an opportunity for people, right? It's, a, it's something that you're doing that's, uh, that's clear. I, I see why you exist and I know what you offer. And so if I'm an evidence-based chiropractor, I'm going to say, oh, that's a, that's a great place because I, need to, I want a place to talk, to network, to find validation for my ideas, to realize I'm not crazy for uh, believing the things that I believe, the philosophy of chiropractic care that I uh, adhere to. And I have some funny things I want to share or some interesting things I want to share or a blog I just read. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, boom, there's you. And you have this, this, uh, this movement that you've, that you've got, this tribe that has rallied around the, this cause. So does that help at all? Bob? Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of how and, that, I would... and then you use that language and that story throughout your web page and your Twitter feed and yeah shaking hands so if, and kissing babies and yeah so if i'm creating a website out of this uh one of the things that i'm going to do is say what are the benefits of being a part of this group so if i'm making a landing page for the group what i'm going to do is put a nice headline it's going to say this is the the value that i offer and i'm going to make it very clear with a one-liner 
But then I'm going to have these big icons around communication and say a, a chance to uh, talk to other people to make each other better, a place to network to meet other people so you know you're not alone, validation to say that you're not the only one who believes this, you're not like that's the you're not crazy speech, and then a chance to share resources. And so when I look at it, I say, whoa, this is. I could see that I can communicate with people. I can be a part of a group. I can be validated because I don't want to feel like I'm inferior for holding the views that I do. And I want a place that I can share my own ideas. And I'm thinking that's, there's a lot of value to this. So notice you're not talking about your podcast. You're not talking about all the, uh, the you know, all the different things that, that you do. You're talking about what people get. Yeah. And the, and the, and that's, the that's character the of my story has always been the, the young chiropractor or student who needs um, guidance yeah. in our, in our version of jujitsu. Yeah. So maybe, and maybe the problem you could say is I've uh, for, for many years, I found that there was no place for young evidence-based chiropractors uh, to connect with each other. So I started a Facebook group, which then became a movement for young chiropractors to communicate, network, validate each other and share ideas. Oh, look at this guy. Look at this guy. John Morrison, <laughs> not Jim Morrison, not Van Morrison. That's yeah. how you do it. And and that is a formula. And that formula can be applied to um, a chiropractic practice, a donut shop, a, a any sort of business, any sort of way of living your life. I would say even, uh, I would go as far as even managing your own personal relationships, but we'll keep it in the business standpoint. Right. Now. Yeah, you could have a one-liner for your marriage. <laughs> you probably I could. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> I've noticed that for many years, you haven't been listening to me. That's um, you know who I love? I, I love Kevin Christie from the Modern Marketing uh, Podcast. Chiropr- right. Uh, Modern right. Chiropractic Marketing Podcast. I love that podcast. Right. Yep. What I love about Kevin is he, um, he, 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 he does, he, maybe he doesn't know that he's doing it, but he's very open about what's going on in his life. So I think when I'm listening to his, I know what he's trying to do. I know the story he's trying to tell and, and who he's trying to tell it to. But to him, I think mm-hmm. it's cathartic to actually be able to tell his story to somebody about how he's doing this stuff. So mm-hmm. I love him for that. I highly recommend the podcast. Um, I also know that you're, you're on Josh Satterley's Clinic Gym Hybrid podcast. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I've, so I've been doing that. the rounds of the chiropractors of the <laughs> well, those two guys, I like those guys a lot. I love them. And I think I need one-liners for my relationships with each of them. <laughs> then we can go around from convention to convention sharing our one-liners. There you go. There you go. Um, so you Happy to help you this. however you need, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. You do this, right? This is what you do. I mean, this is kind of like part of what a copywriter does, but this is what you do from your story brand perspective. Yeah. So like I said, I help people talk about what they do. And there's there's no shortage of opportunities out there because you know many people are great at what they do, but they just have a hard time sharing what they do, and, and that shows yeah. up on their on their website. It shows up on their brochures, and even how they network with what they do. Right, so there's so much opportunity, and like I said, I, I I'm in the I, I feel like I'm a servant. That I see a problem, there's a market, and I just love helping people because it does literally grow their business. It helps them connect with their ideal clients. And so when I see people succeed, I know that their families are uh, being fed. I know they're creating more jobs and, uh, and it's good for the economy. So I feel like I'm helping people solve problems as well, just by learning how to talk about what they do in a way that connects with their ideal clients. 
Now, if, if someone's listening to this and they want to contract with you specifically, how can they get a hold of you? Right. Well, I know that podcasting is a free medium. And so I just want to offer people that are just really set on free stuff, uh, just an opportunity to go to my uh, website, getclear.ca.ca being a good, proud Canadian company. And right there, uh, you will see mid, mid of the page will be uh, six things you can change on your website right away from a story brand perspective. Uh, some of the things that will help grab people's attention right away. So you can just do that. It'll cost you your email address, which will be fine because I'll just keep adding uh, good content uh, there as we go. So that's one free thing. Another free thing that I uh, offer wait, is... Wait, 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 wait. What is this get clear thing? This isn't a Scientology thing, is it? <laughs> no, it's just the... Because I'll jettison this whole fucking podcast, man. No, I'm all about wellness, not uh, Scientology. Okay, no, okay. just kidding. gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I uh, know. I uh, get clear is my is my company. I I deal in the economy of clarity, right? I help people get clear, and yeah. so uh, that's where I send people to. It's just those who love free stuff. There's a free resource there, Good. and then I go. I would also recommend that they check out a Facebook group called Story Brand Your Business, and that is just full of people. Uh, you get them from all sorts of the spectrum. You get what you pay for. It's a free group. You could submit your uh, marketing collateral to them and they will just uh, praise it or rip it apart or offer you. (laughs) It's really the mob for the story brand mob in a way people that love the book, love the framework and want to find a place. So I'm the host of that group. And then, yeah, if they do want to work with me, one of the things that I recommend is that just, it's a first date. We do, we go through a brand script uh, session, which is a two hour uh, call that we do over zoom or Skype or whatever works uh, for you. And we basically outline who your ideal client is, what are they struggling with, uh, what's stopping them from getting what they want, and how is that making them feel? Because now we have trigger points where we can uh, touch touch their heart and say, look, we know what you're struggling with. We know this is what you want, and we can help you get it. Uh, You just have to trust us, and we we build, we use uh, empathy and authority as the two ways that people trust. Empathy, building a connection with people but authority saying, look, this isn't my first rodeo. I've helped other people. I have a plan to help you take the first step. So we go through all that. And I think every single uh, company needs to do that because if you don't, you're just simply just throwing stuff out there. You're just adding more noise. Oh, you have to have a website. Well, let's just throw words out there. Well, have you thought through the words and how they actually connect with your ideal client? So we do all that. And uh, it is a valuable resource. It's it costs a thousand bucks to do, but I believe it's worth every penny. Sure, but uh, sure. as we know, Bobby, we talked about this. We're going to offer your listeners just because they're your, your friends and they've been with you. We're going to do uh, a, Zoom, a Zoom call, just me, you, and whoever wants to join it. And uh, we're going to go through and kind of go through a brand script session together from the side of a chiropractor. So uh, if you want to be a part of that, we're offering it at a discounted price of 150 bucks. The problem is you got to do it with all of us. So we're just going to all jump on a, a big call together. Uh, we, I've never done it before. We're just going to see how it goes, but we wanted to give a price well, the, that people. Yeah. These guys are used to that concept. So the, the main, what John sells is personal training. If you want a one-on-one with right. him and you want to spend right. a one-on-one time with him and you want to get your money's worth and not have any other noise in the room, you pay the, you pay the full price. If you want to split Basically. the costs and split the room with everybody, then you pay the lower, the lower price. Um, That's great. Obviously both are, are a value that you should consider. So. Whichever way works. And basically, best. if you don't want if you don't want Bobby around, then uh, then yeah, just come. Let's do a private one, right? <laughs> I think yeah. that's the difference. Yep, yep. I'm everywhere. <laughs> I'm listening. 
So let's um, set up, we'll set up a website, uh, Bobby, for that so that people can good. go to. I think, I think it will be uh, getclear.ca slash what forward thinking. Let's make it that something easy. Okay. Getclear.ca slash forward thinking. People can go there and find out more information about the date, the time, and uh, how they can move forward. How are you with your public speaking? Oh yeah, I'm a big fan. I uh, good. Believe it or not, I've I was I was a preacher in a former life, uh, Bobby. So Scientology, right? So I (laughs) not Scientology. Tom Cruise (laughs) wouldn't have me. I lost it. I'm good. I was uh, I was a pastor for a while, and so uh, yeah, I've done I've done a couple of those uh, those public speaking things before. Gotcha, great. Um, Because I got my eyes on some possible people for our next for our next Kate our next whatever the hell you want to call it, event. Um, <laughs> well, it's probably should name it first before you feel Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Here. We're probably going to name it first and get a location, and then we're going to start asking if you'd like to attend or not. Right, that's Perhaps. a good idea. But I've got my eye on you, my friend. Very powerful. Awesome. Uh, thank you pleasure to serve. Time. Yeah, you, you are an awesome servant. And I'm going to oh, take awesome. your message and carry it forward, and uh, we'll get the websites out and the contact info out. Um, Wonderful. So that people can, can get on board. Thank you very much. Wonderful. Well, thank you, doctor. And uh, yeah, pleasure uh, to, have, to be a guest on the show and to have everyone listening up to this point. So thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Take care. Awesome.